Ladies and gentlemen, this is Brandy Jane. Thank you so much for tuning in. Today's episode is a special episode, as all of them are. I have a great guest, Queen Antifa, a friend of mine from the TikTok community, and she's here with me today to talk about what's on our minds. How do we feel, our opinions, our thoughts on what's going on today? Now, as you know, if you listened to my last show, I did with some TikTok um, creators. Queen Antifa was one of the ladies from the circle. And um, she's back today because we appreciate being able to communicate and talk versus badgering, um, bullying, and name-calling and shaming and just tearing each other apart as if you had no home training because that's what's going on in the world today and uh, we choose not to and so we hope that we can help be part of the solution and not the problem because if we don't start talking and versus violence and disrespect then I guess this would all be a waste of time so where do you stand in all of this and how do you choose to communicate your voice because it matters even if the cause is good doesn't mean the message is being delivered very well so let's tune in and thank you once again this is brandy jay's <laughs> Hey there, everybody. Thank you for tuning in. This is Brandy J, Voices of Courage 2020 Rise. And today I have with me a returning guest that was from our roundtable topic with TikTok um, creators. I have with me the Miss Queen Antifa. Or, Hi. well, not or. This is Queen Antifa today here. <laughs> <laughs> you know, hi, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I am well. I am very well and so stoked that, you know, we could um, come together and talk about something that that people need to hear and, and understand. And and to me, that's important versus just, versus just talking and then having negative commentary going back and forth. Right. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, most definitely. Because I always think, what's the point? Where are we going with this? Are we trying to 
go, you know, make change or we're just going to go back and forth and insult, you know? Right. I definitely prefer to have, I prefer to handle things in a conversational way than in a debate type of way. Like, I don't think that it needs to be like point, counterpoint, argument. I think that when you look at it that way, then you're going to disagree and you're going to go at each other. But I think if you can find the commonalities and have a conversation, that's where real growth comes. Definitely. And then especially with the topics at that, like if it has to be deal with someone's, if they're deceased, you know what I mean? Like certain things, Mm -hmm. it shouldn't even be a debate about like who was wrong, who was right, especially if they're deceased. That's just you know yeah. the end of it there because no one do, should have to die when it comes to the, the things that we deal with in the world exactly that's when there's a problem when death is yeah. involved so yeah the value of life basically what it comes down to people's very lives yeah like and what do you have to do <laughs> to it, live it's, it's so pervasive in every area it's a, the big, a big focus is on police brutality with black men but if you want to look at medical care for black women, you can see oh, that yeah. more black women die during childbirth. And like, yep, very true. We, we need to not forget that it's not just black men that are affected here. That is very true. And I appreciate you bringing that up because um, no one, and sometimes I don't think it's even like willful, so willing, feeling. You said we need to remember. It's just right. that we don't think it because it's so so based around you know black men that we don't even focus in because no one really makes it a topic and we need to start making it a topic you know it, yeah. it came to me it came to me and I'm a black woman and it came to me and I evaluated my own medical care and what I have been told or how I've been handled and my mom passed away and I don't think that she and, and it basically had a lot to do with the care that she got Right. Did not get. Yeah. Yeah. Very much so. So yeah, that's that's um something that does need to be brought to the forefront. And uh, yeah, from from, uh from from someone looking in, and you not even being you know African American, that shows that you don't have to be a certain race to empathize or understand or see it. No, absolutely not. I was. I always joke about being like the basic white girl, but like that is me. I was raised in a very traditional Southern conservative household. Like if I liked pumpkin, that would be the way that I would be the most like. I just don't like pumpkin spice. That's the only. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. That's so funny. Because I like pumpkin too, and some people are like black people like uh, sweet potato. I'm like, well, I like pumpkin now. Yeah, it's, that's, I mean, you don't want to play into racial stereotypes, but sometimes they're funny with the, like, pumpkin spice. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And then it just takes, sometimes people just take it and grows, grows uh, into a life of its own. <laughs> right. But yeah, most definitely. Um, so for you, for a person looking in, what, what is it that you see when it, when it comes to the, um, how black women are treated or you know medically or just our lives in general because i know that we are the one and nobody wants to sound like a victim or anything like that and so well, right. i am but you know, we're the most you know disliked disrespected unprotected even by our own right that's something and, that i see on tiktok 
in particular is the amount of aggression that black women get for existing for, for nothing else in existing yeah pretty much pretty and, much yeah it, so for me it's seeing that on tiktok but it's also um having been in the I don't know, like, having gone through childbirth and situations like that, you realize, like, I can see how I was treated, and then I can listen to somebody else who tells me that's not their experience, and believe them. Because it's... it would it, This year, I learned that in the medical community, there is still a myth that is sometimes taught in schools that black people do not feel pain the same way as white people. Yep, I learned that this year too, 2020. And to me, that's astounding. Yeah, very astounding. Yeah. And, and people need to understand that that's that's not okay to have that, that thought because we right. are human. <laughs> exactly. You know? And so when I... For me, I just don't understand how somebody can hear something like that and not immediately be outraged. Like, how right. is it 2020? And every every medical study, every all of this stuff, all of the medical knowledge that we have was either obtained by illegally uh, testing on people right. or it was studying white males. Yeah, true, true. You, you can't have an entire medical knowledge based around a singular group of people and expect it to work for right. everybody. Very true. Um, when you had said about experimenting or testing, I, I wrote down the books. I, I need to go look them up. But they spoke about how they would test on black women and they had that same theory that they said something about having thicker skin and they truly believe that there was something within us that could take more more pain than than someone else and I thought that was pretty morbid We've seen that on TikTok. Oh yeah, definitely. With black creators not getting shown, with indigenous creators not getting shown. All of these groups of people who aren't getting shown on the For You page or even in, you know, following pages. They're just not showing up. Yep, it's very true. And that's... Even as a computer, you can't say... Well, it's not biased. Exactly. It was written by people. Yeah, because my stuff doesn't show up anywhere anymore. Like, I'll check it and it's just like nobody's, like, it's not doing anything. I don't see people anymore. Certain people I used to be able to see. Yeah, I mean, and there's some of it's like glitches in TikTok where it, 
I don't know about the following and unfollowing. Um, like you'll follow a creator and then the next time you see their video on your 40 page, you've unfollowed them, but you haven't. Exactly. Exactly. I think stuff like that's glitches, <coughs> but you never know. You never know. TikTok is very tricky. It's like they want us, they want to use the content, but then they want um, to manipulate it. <laughs> You know, well, I mean, honestly, isn't that what we've done? <clears throat> isn't that what we've done to black people since you got here? Right, exactly. We take what you have and manipulate it into something that's friendly for us. Exactly. We take away the flavor and the spice and everything that makes it good. Yep, yep. <laughs> Just nobody wants to like say, you know, like say it. You know, people get mad when you, they you want to do this, you yeah. want to do it, but then you get mad when someone catches on and they and they say it. it's like well forgive me for having common sense <laughs> you know yeah. But yeah well we'll definitely see how it happens um, thank you for being a good sport and and if things keep looking <laughs> iffy I'm, I, ho- I hope that you're up for going to a different platform because I have a, a if we did have to if we know how we used that um, platform last time but we'll use audio yeah. okay just okay. If, if it goes in that direction because they're not going to shut me up yeah <laughs> at all yeah but um this is like a prime example of everything you know like this it's at medical it's in everything and um back to that yeah. the medical part of us not feeling pain it really was sickening to me and what people don't pick up on is i tell people listen to the words people use like when it comes to police right we, some people just see the fury of like they're killing us, they're killing people, and then I could see that and still look at it as the what's processing in your brains because if you pay attention to some of these encounters they show, you could see ones that kind of have some type of look or like what gets you, what have they done to you to get you programmed this way? And they use the word dehumanize a lot. Yes, you know that's a thinking. You have to actually think that and believe that. You've been programmed, you've been told that. Right, but it's not a conscious thought. It's not Mm-mm. it's not that they think it's not that they think consciously like, oh, black people are subhuman. Right. It's such an ingrained it's such an ingrained process of like of these little things that amount to okay, that but you're putting putting them at a subhuman place. Exactly. But they don't make that connection in their head. Yep. Well, it's because it it just seems so inherently true to them. Yep. And that's why I try to explain to people it's be it's beyond what we we are seeing here. It's a it's mental. It's uh, yeah. you know, it's mm-hmm. you know, like just like how hatred and stuff is like taught. Right. You know, you can unlearn it. You know what I mean? We get to a certain point in life where we see we know when something's wrong. But if you're not in an environment where you can be nurtured to accept it and then unlearn it when you keep adding to the just like right like now and with i'm not even gonna say his name with mr you know who <laughs> you know Ugh. he's not helping it he's adding to it versus oh, getting sure. taking leadership and saying let's do something about this let's bring about let's let's show some love right. to the world let's nurture it let's fix this and it can be done you know it's yeah I, I just don't understand. And and for me, I see it because the other day, someone lady was just like, I'll die for him. And right then and there, I just dropped my pen. I said, well, 
I said exactly that that's, something's not right. Something's not connecting for these people. Yeah. They're mind, mindlessly. They're not. They're not there all the way there. Like he can say anything, and they're just like you know some kind of control. Something's something's way deeper is going on here. And right. It's scary. It's very scary. It's honestly the parallels between um, the parallels between Trump and Hitler are. And I don't say that lightly. I'm not one of those people that's like, oh, that's Hitler stuff. Like, it's legitimately the the way that fascists or dictators come to power is by normalizing behavior. Exactly. <laughs> normalize, escalate, normalize, escalate. Mm-hmm. And so by the time, and that's exactly what he's been doing. So this whole election process, he's already put it in that this is going to be a rigged election. Exactly. So no matter... It does not matter if he is not the person who wins, then there's going to be chaos yep. because his following, his base will not support a Biden win because they're going to say that it was. And that's something that dictators do that is specifically messing with our election. Oh, yeah. So true. Because he, to me, it was like he put it out there and then and then it's happening it's like people don't pay attention that he said it you know what i mean and then right and then turned around and said it's just rigged it's rigged i'm like yeah and it's like it doesn't shit like this doesn't just happen like like that it was right. a process and you know and slowly you know happening and a conditioning it and people are just you know it's, it's not it becomes normal and you're right he's normalizing it and we don't even realize it. Like we're waiting for this big bang. It's like no, it's like it's happening right now right. that we're just gonna slowly maneuver. You know what I mean? Like that. You know, right yeah. into it. We don't have to willfully. We're doing it now. Yeah. By accepting well, everything. Just look at the difference between like if Donald Trump, if he acted in 2016 the way that he does now. There's nobody that would have voted for him. Mm-mm, nope. He would have looked like he was, you know, crazy. Like he gone out of his out of his tree. Right. Like I look at him now. <laughs> right. Yeah. Us on this side, the way that we always have seen him, you know, that's yep. the way that people would have looked at him in 2016, who are now supporting other countries by buying his merchandise. Exactly. Like, it's crazy. Even like other like black people, and they just like really sucked in by him. And just like you said, if he would have acted this way in 2016, and then they're like, "Well, he did this and he did that," and I was like, "Well, of course, he had to win people over." You know what I mean? You can't just right yeah. off the way just be like, you know, just you know, come in acting yeah. that way. He had to support some, you know, black, uh, you know, this, this, and that, and to get you get you in there to make think that he's for you, but he's actually mm-hmm. doing not he's you know lying to you manipulating you but in the same manner like saying you know I me mean, he calls you uh calls us um his black people like if we're something he uses all these slurs and you know he's not racist well if he's not fucking racist and don't use racist comments sir you know <laughs> you know what i mean right. my, my blacks yeah. the china china you know these names he has for people and it's like how can yeah. you say that he is not racist when all he does is insult you you know i've had black people tell me to say if you have to say i'm the least person least racist person in this room 
then you are racist. Exactly. If there's not a call into question of people who aren't racist. Exactly. It's like you like, have to say that, then it's like, and then in this room, you don't even know everybody in this room, sir. <laughs> right? <laughs> but it's like me as a white person, I will fully admit I was a racist. I was never openly, hatefully racist, but I did not have an understanding of. I, I was I was not raised around black people, so I've had that white girl small town. You know, I don't have a problem with black people. I have a black friend, but you don't actually care about their day to day lives right. kind of stuff. Yeah, and it wasn't until the re I swear the reason that college makes people liberal, which is I'm using that in air quotes, but. Um, college allows you to experience other cultures and when you experience other people's cultures then I personally think that you have more acceptance and understanding very much and I think that's why because a lot of people who I wouldn't say a lot of people but um, when people don't go to college they some people stay in little small towns that they've never left and it creates a vacuum of knowledge for them and they will never see another person's perspective because they've never had to exactly exactly that's very important and then it's funny you you say say that too about going off to college because i remember in elementary i was a where I was raised, the community I was raised in, it was African-Americans and um, Hispanics. I knew one Indian um, boy. I knew him all the way from kindergarten up to junior high. And I, um, but before that, you know, we were still in elementary. And then I knew, uh, had a best friend that she just happened to live in that neighborhood. They were white, you know, but there was like no others. And then there was one girl in our school. Her name was Donna, only white girl in her school. So it was that time to, you know, everybody stayed in that neighborhood and went to the next school. But I told my mom and dad, I said, I don't want to. I said, I want to go to another school, like out of this neighborhood. I want to meet other people. I had that own thinking. For some reason, I wanted to meet other cultures, other people, be around different people versus staying yeah. within my, my setting. And I don't know where that curiosity came from. And maybe it was because I had that one white friend and that Indian, you know what I mean? That my Indian yeah. friend and I wanted to, my personality in general wanted to be around other people and I think that's very important because that, that you say that we, that we expose ourselves and our children to other cultures and people so when they get older you know what I mean they can have that understanding yeah. and, and be able to function in the world you know in sometimes that's people's demise just in their careers is not being exposed to other cultures and people right and they don't know how to that's, receive it my son my son is four and so we're just now getting to that age where he's paying attention to stuff. So the other day he came home from school. He goes to preschool and he came home and he said that his friend was dark brown <laughs> and he was light brown. And I, was, <laughs> I didn't know what to say. It's like, okay, if that's how you see it, then like, that's how you see it. I'm not going to. No, you're white. You're not brown at all. Right, right. <laughs> like, see it's it just color. tickled me. Yeah, that's, that's he, cute. he doesn't see it as being like 
a different thing. It's just, he is what I am, just darker. Right, exactly. And for him, that's the way his brain works. It's kind of like when you have always, especially teaching, you take it back to like paper. You have this paper, you have yellow paper, you have blue paper. You know, it's all paper. It's all different, different, beautiful colors. I tell the kids, it's just pretty colors of the rainbow which all we all yeah. just are beautiful <laughs> yeah you know so yeah that's that I mean, but that shows too he's you know they pay attention and they see these things and it's up to us how we yeah. we can we maneuver that or allow them just to adapt and receive stuff instead of manipulating it and turn it into yeah. something morbid and that's it's it is very important growing up the way that I did and being so sheltered and I grew up very religiously, um, which I'm not anymore. So just growing up that way. And then my husband had a totally different experience because he grew up in a bigger city and went to, it it was a private school, but it was in the inner city. So it was more like diverse than my school was for sure. And he had like legitimate black friends. Like he grew up going to black cookouts. <laughs> Held the <And> cookout. <laughs> yeah. So well, that's awesome. He so it's important. It's important you. for us to raise our son in a way that is reflective of being respectful of all people's cultures. Exactly. And wanting it ourselves too. If we didn't have it, then we, you know, we come to an age where if you want to know something, you know, that's why I call call it sometimes willingful ignorance like if you want to learn something then you have that ability you have to seek it yourself some people have no desires they don't want to go out of their comfort zone yeah yeah most, most I, definitely that's definitely um experience that i've had personally within my family is that there are situations where you have to change your opinion or change your viewpoint because your viewpoint may not be healthy. All right. And the way that you do things may not be healthy. And it mental health is another thing that I'm really passionate about because yeah. of my own struggles. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, that's a whole other <laughs> Yeah, it is, but definitely and it goes um like under the, the radar or it's not really talked about or put out there or people yeah. feel shamed and they don't feel comfortable yeah. and it's like people might realize a lot more that more people have mental health issues than they, than they think and we I, we try to you know like label and, and make people feel a certain way because they do and it's like half of more of us have it more than we we know and it's quite normal yeah I think it should be a requirement that everybody sees a therapist at least like once in their life. Oh yeah, for like, sure. I, I it, not even just for like if you're struggling or just to just check having in. Having a therapy said, <laughs> yeah, just it, sometimes just being able to talk to somebody who knows what, how to respond appropriately. Because, like, everybody has their support group, their friend group, their family that they vent to or talk to. But a therapist knows how to handle the actual, that. like, healthy ways to process through whatever you're you're doing. Exactly. 
exactly that's and that, that's very true and, and that's a whole nother like area too where people when it comes to uh mental health and actually like uh, getting a therapist or a psychiatrist or something there's like this whole stigma with it and i'm like dude this thing's to help yourself and people feel like something's wrong with with you if you want to go talk to somebody or they've been some people have been like raised you know like we don't right. talk about our problems or what's wrong with you and it's yeah. like well I mean I don't understand it it's okay because I know a lot of black people too will be like I don't need to talk to nobody like, let's, let's talk to everyone talk to well, obviously yeah. you do so <laughs> this yeah. is clear we all do yeah my husband is he's actually a firefighter and he was in the marine corps So he also has that veteran status. So also keeping, you know, veterans and, and, and the people at risk, you know, keeping them in mind and making sure that they're taken care of. Yes. And it pisses me off too. I get really pissed off when, um, when veterans aren't treated the way they need to be treated. Like you should be set for life to be able to get what you need your mental, your health, your medical and all this stuff for the things you've been through you've seen and you served your country the, the least it can do is make sure you live comfortably and I, it pisses me off to see homeless veterans or veterans struggling yes. to get care and all that it's like, that's not it's, it's pretty messed up Yeah, but you're doing things that certain people you weren't willing to do so right <laughs> yeah. That it's, yeah it's very frustrating when you have people who um, cast judgment on people who are homeless and have animosity towards them but it's not usually it's more life circumstances that make people homeless yes it can happen to anyone yep so it's you know it's just not like people think that like oh you must be a crackhead like that's how you lost your house or right but it was like okay well maybe they didn't start doing drugs until after they hit the street like you don't know this person's story you're not there to judge them you're there to help them because so crazy you say this it's so crazy because i had this whole talk the other day the same thing you say (laughs) And it was based off a story that my my son told me about someone important in his life. I'm not gonna say who, but <laughs> told him, looked at a homeless person, said, if you don't get it together and, and keep doing and stay in school and focus on your studies, that'll be you. And oh. when he told me that, I said, What? <laughs> I was like, um, any one of us can have an experience and that could be us. Everybody's I said, there's plenty of educated people that went to school got a degree and all that they're on the streets anybody right. could be homeless they could have lost their house their bad divorce lost their money anything but you can't just determine all homeless if you're on the streets then you must have been some kind of you know now there are some of those you know what mm-hmm. I mean but for the most part you can't judge just judging you just don't know someone's situation I didn't appreciate when that person told him that I found it offensive towards people homeless people people on the street for the simple fact that it can happen to any of us and I think that plays that part of how people look upon them and kind of just like you know when you see them on the streets versus like you want to want to help them or it's just really messed up like they need to get a job well they should do this they should do that 
Yeah. You know, and it's like you okay, one day God giveth, you taketh. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. it could be you, so you know, and then you're gonna be talking a different tune. So I just don't appreciate it when it pisses me off when people have that thinking. Yeah. And the, it, the same goes for people who work at McDonald's or janitors or any other job that people decide is less than. Like, those people are doing a job that you won't do. Like, if you're going to McDonald's, they're making food that you yourself are choosing not to make for yourself. They're right. doing a service that you are too lazy to do. And you're going to tell them that they don't deserve to get paid for it. Right. You're going to disrespect their job. Exactly. Like, Just they're doing not your more grateful. job for you. It's your job to feed yourself. You're paying somebody else to do it. like Right. You're, you're, you're wanting their service, them, but they don't deserve to get paid. <laughs> right. Like, make Goodness that make cases. sense. Exactly. And it does it. There's no logic. Half of this world is just that there's no logic. And to me, the, the basis in a, a healthy foundation is truth, um, logic, um, ethics, intent of honesty. Like, there's these, you know what I mean? These, ba- these basic, you know, found, you know, things and yeah. if it doesn't fall into those, and definitely logic has to be p- definitely a part of it. And there's no logic, then boop, there you go. I mean, it doesn't make sense, right? So if you start there, right? <laughs> you know, and truth, you know, logic and truth, and I think ethics, you know, plays a big part in in just our world in general, and and our thinking, and just like all of it. Yeah, you know, honesty, and truth, and if it doesn't make sense throw it out yeah <laughs> nothing makes sense it pisses me off I and mean, people are acting irate and crazy and have all these opinions but none of it makes sense so now like we're wasting our time when people are out here dying and struggling yeah so yeah people people tend to not re- realize when they vote the ramifications of their vote And a lot of Republicans vote against their own self-interest. Right. Makes no sense. (laughs) It's because they just don't understand the way that it works. Because they, they want a common enemy. They want somebody that they have something over. And this is not, you know, this is Republicans or whatever. This is just a common theme that I've seen. Mm-hmm. Is that they, they just want um, the, the biggest okay. appeal that Trump has is that he hates the same people they hate. Mm-hmm. Because if they don't have somebody to hate, if they don't have somebody to put their aggression out on, then they would have to accept the fact that the things that are wrong in their life were their choices exactly perfectly and, said yeah they because they want it they well i work hard and you know i earned my stuff and i did this and i pulled myself up by the bootstraps and da 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 but those are still the same people that are talking you know that my hard-working american but you're still you still can't make ends meet The amount of effort, the amount of work that you put into this country does not equal what you get back from it. Nope. 
for anybody well for anybody except white males rich white oh yeah males. they exactly yeah <laughs> yep and this becomes people's actually thinking like they mm-hmm. actually really think this and it's like that's not that's not how it works and you know you if you have a group of people and you allow them to get so low to the point that that we have let people in our country get like of course they're gonna they're not going to be sane because they're not in it living in a situation where you're having to live paycheck to paycheck and you don't know how you're going to feed your kids this week like and that's everybody that's that that's yeah it's not it's not racial it's not it's it's nothing it's just there are too many poor people in this country for it to be such a rich country exactly because it's because it's not and you think about it, it's not even it's because it's, it's a rich country it's freaking the rich that are rich yeah you know it's like the people the ones that that, that make the the country there's the ones that are not and it's the people that run the country it's all about them i'm like how rich can you be you have money can we have some too right <laughs> but no they got to use us to be rich rich people don't work <laughs> that's my you know? thing like the the amount of effort that you put in does not matter you can have people who who work physically demanding jobs who get paid less than somebody who sits in an office but is the intellectual effort that the person sitting in the office contributing more than the physical effort that this person is doing like a farmer and so figuring out how to pay people appropriately is difficult. Yeah. Yep. Cause there's no ethics when, um, when they do it, they don't put value and ethics, that's, you know, in, into it. Yeah. That's my personal problem with capitalism is that when you put money first, people put money first. Yep. And I, oh, Capitalism is a whole other situation. Right? You know, all these situations, I do that too. I'm like, when I'm on my show, I'm like, that's a whole nother, right? you know, a situation we'll get to if you break it down. My brain just <laughs> goes like a million miles an hour. Yes, it does. There's so many issues. There's so exactly. many of them. And then it doesn't help when the people actually, they're conditioned to accept them or to feel like, well, we can't do anything or they just, you know, there's so many that you'll tell somebody these things and, and they'll be like, well, uh, there's nothing we, we can we can do about it or nothing can be done. And that's a freaking lie. Just as bad as things can, go, can get, it means that just it can be just as good because all it takes is for people to get their shit together and do right. the right thing. It doesn't yeah. take a lot. You have to be willing to do the right thing. And that just shows you there's a lot of people that aren't willing to do it. And person's going to treat you how you allow them to treat you. So if you don't yeah. say anything and feel like you have no power, then what are you doing? And why? Do, I'm not saying don't vote. Right. Then what is your? Why do you vote then if you don't feel like you have no power? Because they want your vote 
and they damn sure haven't done anything to earn it. Mm-hmm. You need to start making holding people accountable right. and make them earn yeah. our, our vote. Like, give us what we need to know because we don't all win. Like, everybody should be considered your people that are homeless, people that are struggling. You should be wanting to make your country better and put things in place so people can achieve these these things. You know what I mean? They have a chance. They're going to be people that don't receive it. Okay, if you want to live your life that way, fine. But make it accessible for people to be able to grow and to have pursuit of happiness and liberty, all that stuff you say we're about that we're not. Yeah. We're not about any of that. We're not united or any of that shit. No. Yeah. United States. Where? (laughs) (laughs) Independence with liberty and justice for all? I mean, come on. Let's stop playing games here and go in there and change that because that's not working for for this country that's a lie you can literally just like every time it says all just mark it out and say white men white men exactly it's for selling a dream you know how they call it the american dream you labeled it right the people come over here on that notion yeah you know and it's like well we're full of shit over here (laughs) yeah and i don't want to just like hate on white men i want to point out that white women are the most um Oh, what's the word? Uh, benefited from affirmative action. Yeah. So, yeah, it's yeah, it's not just it's I fully recognize that even with my gender not giving me a privilege, I still have white privilege. So like. So even though like, OK, so me and you both being women we're on this separate playing field from the men but then we're further divided because then you're put on a different playing field because you're black you know right and it's we need to understand that each playing field has its own issues that we need to work through but we have to remember that we all have to do it together yep we're still trying to do things sep- separate and, yeah. and causing a, d- a division. And it's like, that's the, that's the, the problem in the first place is that all of us, you know, that's when I do my show, I always say, I'm not talking to, even if about a certain situation, just a, a group or a race, I'm talking to a the human race, right, yeah. <laughs> you know, and to get better, we can't divide ourselves more and be like, well, they, so we have to, you know what I mean? How we, how do we get ourselves right? You know, and it's like, that's the problem is the division. We need to come together because we need a common understanding because we live here all together. We're in this together if you like it or not. And it's pissing me off when people say we're not because then, well, then if we're not in it all together, why is this a world catastrophe? Why is, you know what I mean? Why is this happening? Why are we feuding with each other? That means we're in it together. (laughs) What happens, it affects the rest of us. We vote on our own selfish needs or because of a tax rate or something like that you are affecting okay yes you do have the right to decide you know i mean who you want to vote for and why but you also have to remember you know what i mean as a human being that respects yourself and your value of life then that means you should respect everybody else's that you need to consider and no, no see people are so selfish in in America Mm -hmm. like you have to consider everybody because the crazy part is it'll come back on you too so how you vote it you know just like how they're thinking looking at Donald Trump like 
he's wanting to do stuff like who cuts health care you're taking away things that help people live you're not taking away stuff like you know what i mean that are hurting people or, or that's not healthy like health care who's freak takes away social security these are the things that help people live so basically you're saying you want people to be without and, and have no way to, to to take care of themselves and to be to be healthy right and then you support it and then you, when you wake up social security's gone well uh there's a lot of people of different races on social security you screwed yourself all that stuff affects him too do you not hear he just said he wasn't he didn't say he's going to take it away, but keep it for you guys right here. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't even care about you guys. He's using you to carry out his agenda. And if he cared about you, he wouldn't put you in such danger. Right. That's, you know? Yeah, it's so, like, it's just mind-boggling to me that people don't see the truth about Trump. Like, these people that and he's telling you. him and, like, I just, it the words escape me to describe exactly it's baffling yeah. i get so perturbed i'm like i don't get it yeah. <laughs> is it something I, i'm not seeing yeah i was like am i the person that's not seeing something should i be on the trump I, and i really was trying to figure it out like right. check i really pay attention to him because i'm like maybe i'm missing something yeah, no. and i'm like nope nope i'm not because i listen i don't watch the news people are like well you need to stop watching the news it's fake news. I'm like, I'm pretty sure his voice, I was looking at his mouth move. It came out of his mouth. Anything I know about Donald Trump, I don't talk about all the things that are going on with him if I personally haven't heard certain stuff, so I stay away from yeah. it. So I can, you know, because I don't want to be that person just poking at stuff and I can't carry through it with a point I'm trying to make. I stick to what I know. Right. And what I know is I've only went off of what came out of his mouth at all, all times. If I didn't hear it come out of his mouth, I might be thinking like he probably did say it because I've heard him say some things, but anything I've taken from Trump, I have done it the right way and watched him and listened to him. It's never been through the media because I know that they will, you know, lie and try to, but he doesn't make it eat hard for anybody to do it. So, yeah. you know, but I know they still use it to manipulate, you know, carry through with their agenda. So I have to get it just from him. And so when people say that he's not racist, he's not that. I'm like, did you listen? We are listening to the same person here, right? Because yeah. if he's not, then why does he say racial things? Like very harsh things. Yeah, well. If he, why does he have racist people supporting him the way they do? Right, probably. <laughs> right. That's, so I was like, come on. If, if something that you say can be used as a rallying cry for white supremacists, you're racist like bottom line yep. and there's nothing to stop it yeah but he'll deny he had anything to do with it and that i don't even know who they are i don't know what it is i, I, I don't know <laughs> so like you don't know anything yeah. you're not holding accountability for and so you're not wrong about he's not wrong for any of the things that's been said about him or the things that he said nobody they, now he didn't do that he didn't do that I mean, that's why i know somebody's full of shit because if somebody's not guilty of all the things that people say they are there's some things that a person will be like okay uh, you know you know i did do that you know that, that's true but he doesn't take accountability and his supporters be like he didn't do that i've had no. a whole uh, argument with a whole other black person <laughs> and i said i'll never do this again because he never got to the end they'll circle around everything else mm -hmm. but the the original question because they can't they cannot yep. answer it so they'll try to trick you with all this other bullshit well he did this for that person mm -hmm. 
I was like, dude, the devil is not going to come right out and be like, ah, I'm the devil and show you just right. to say if he had horns. Yeah. Say, I'm the devil. <laughs> you know what I mean? He's going to lure you and, and try to appeal to you and come off maybe even charming and which he is not. That just he just showed the true colors of people. That's what he right. did. And um but uh but, like Hitler, but, yeah, didn't, so like, come Hitler didn't come in the day before World War II and be like, hey guys, you know what it's a good idea? No, it was years of slow manipulation. Like that's Yep. But people don't understand that that's what it is. They're being manipulated. They they have this strength of character thing that they have to live up to that they it, they could never be duped they could never fall for that you know they could they wouldn't have supported hitler but we can see now like it history is repeating itself and i'm not saying that he would oh, ever yeah. be at the level that trump or that hitler was but i'm just saying it wouldn't surprise me yeah yeah because he's sure they're sure giving him the you know i mean the um the platform to do to do yeah. it you know you could say he's he's enjoying it right he's he's the, the epitome of narcissism yeah. <laughs> his face should be right next to it he takes no accountability he will never apologize and he did everything right that he had nothing to do with but he'll take credit for mm-hmm. it Sickening. he really is <laughs> <laughs> another prime example though of someone that was ingrained. This is how he's I've, even the book. I love TikTok because this girl ordered the book and she freaking read it to us. It's just such a good storyteller. <laughs> but it it talked about him. It explained everything about him to a T and why it is the way he is and, and everything it had in there. It, 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 it just showed what was right in front of us. Like he was raised this way to be this way. He never was held accountable you know what yeah. I mean? And obviously we know now that he, the money was, you know, from his dad and he's poor. He's very, he's not, it's what it looks like to me. He's not really good when it comes to, to financial he's things. Not. He's pretty That's careless. What did they say? Businessman. Show me where, just because he gave some tax breaks. The thing, like, he has, that is, that is white male privilege just, like, wrapped up in a bow. Because it's, it's because of who, what his name is that people are willing to loan him $400 million yep. or whatever it is. Like, you find, you know, Joe Schmo on the street, he's not going to get a loan for that. No, and he might be more likely to pay you back right. than Trump. Because Trump, he has a hit, a line of people that he owes he owes money. He just won't do yeah. it. He's just like, I don't care. Joe down here on the streets <laughs> at least paid more in taxes for sure. This fool said, well, you know how he does that hand. He's, I always watch his hands and stuff. He was like, 750. I, actually, I paid more than that. I overpaid, actually, which is what they say. And if you don't have any common sense, you're going to actually think he's saying something. If you listen to him, He's not, he's very really, oh, educated. He's he is. He, does not. <laughs> he said he paid over, he paid too much taxes. I'm like, well, that's not the case here. And if that was true, because you know how much he's full of himself, he would have been glad to show his um. Taxes. Do you think that paying a dollar is too much in paying taxes? <laughs> so nobody's worth, worth money to him. Basically, nobody's worthy of, you know, you, you use people and you don't even like want to 
you know. Oh yeah, that's give, you know treat them as the, what they what they've done. You know, it's kind of like they're nothing to you. Just do the work. That is exactly but, like, how a narcissist. A damn thing. That's exactly how a narcissist views people. They're actually called flying monkeys. That's the term that's used <laughs> for people who support narcissists because they. That's, that's crazy. Yeah, it, there are people who are basically under the spell of narcissist. Yeah, and that says a lot for a person that can become be under this spell of a narcissist because I did like a, a show, but I was doing research as I did the show and the the levels and the diagnosis of a of a narcissist, the different levels it mm-hmm. had and how and it explains so much how they go from zero to a hundred on like a when they deal with people, it's like they like you or you're the worst person on the planet. Yeah. So you know how he is. He'll deal with you. And then if you don't like Fauci, if you don't fit his agenda, you're out of here. I hate you. I don't yeah. like you, you know, versus like finding the middle ground. Like, okay, you know, I'm, I'm a little upset with you or something yeah. like that. If you don't do as they say, now you're the worst, the shittiest person ever. And it's yeah, being, <laughs> Completely. In, being in a flying monkey position is pretty terrible because there's the constant anxiety of, Am I doing this right? Am I am I gonna be in trouble? Am I gonna am I making that person happy? Am I doing this? Am I doing that? So there's this constant fear of messing up or making the person unhappy. So you do everything for this person to try and make sure that they're wow. not upset with you. So that's why he that's has be so hard supporters. It's because they're so scared of him that it's easier to give him what he wants because they the attention or the when they it's called love bombing in like narcissism but it's basically like when a narcissist shows a flying monkey a lot of affection to kind of reel them back in or it just boosts it's the serotonin boost yeah and it makes them more fearful of them disappointing yeah. them again yeah part of their manipulation i guess right. basically. it is very much so been in the the spectrum of class of classes you know well not the spectrum because i've never been like uber rich but i grew up you know like hot dog ramen noodle you know broke like you know government assistance at some points and it just I did I didn't grow up with money um and but I met my husband in college actually we met at orientation for college and we've been together ever since so through being with him and his education levels and what we have done together, I am in a different class system or a different class privilege than I was when I was growing up. So I see both sides of that spectrum between the gap of people who are oppressed because they're poor and people who have breathing room because We've been looking at houses recently and seeing the nicer neighborhoods having more Biden signs and the um, lower neighborhoods having a lot more Trump signs. It's like 
for me, hmm. it's indicative of, okay, people who have money want to keep their money. So they want to vote for the person who's going to allow them to have the best life and keep their money. And if they're voting blue, mm-hmm. then why shouldn't you? <laughs> right. It, it says a lot that you that you said that how that seems like those in those areas, the Biden supporters and then the Trump supporters seem to have less. And if you see what he doesn't really promote, like, uh, you know, he's all about they want to put money back in the economy. It's never for the benefit of of the right. people. You know, it's, you know, it's his agenda, but it's like, but you're not benefiting from, from it. It's like a temporary fix or whatever you, whatever's happening here that you think is happening in the long run. How, how does that affect you? How is what you voting for this person affect you and your family and your kids? That's what nobody's thinking about. It's like, you have to really wake up because we're not going to be here forever. Right. And you have kids. And so you're basically setting their future up, you know, by your decisions that you that you make and that like having a child myself like i am trying to give him the way that i view parenting is that i am raising him to be an adult i need to give him the toolbox that he needs to get through to to get through his life so i need to teach him to have compassion for other people and to be kind and to be helpful and these are the things like as a parent, I feel like it's my job to instill in him. Yeah. But also he has the right to be who he is. So it's very yeah. much like raising you to be a good person while also having you you having the freedom to make your own mistakes. Exactly, exactly, yeah make your own mistakes and be able to decide, you know what I mean? How you want to live or, or what you won't accept or will accept. But if you have that respect for life and other people, then it'll most likely it'll be a good turnout. And however, what direction they go in, it really, it won't be on the basis of them um, being, you know, horrible people to other, to, to other people. It'll be on, on on you know something that's fixable because if you're a good person now if you can get that you know what I mean down where you respect the value of life and that comes with respecting everybody then the choices and decisions that you make that probably weren't the best you'll you'll be okay because you're a good person and you're a good hearted person and that usually just turns out that way (laughs) when you're a good person you're going to try because it's because you're a good person doesn't mean you're not going to make mistakes You know what I mean? And, you know, have to, you know, fix them, apologize for them, but you'll be able to know that you made those mistakes. Yeah, we definitely have to allow people grace because there is a lot of stuff and a lot of like, there's a lot of it that even now in 2020, and I consider myself to be a decently educated person, but it's still even in, in 2020, I'm realizing the racial disparities and oppression and all of this stuff that I have not seen before. And it's like coming from a different perspective. It's like, well, how have you not seen this? Right. Because I was racist. I wasn't openly racist. I just was indifferent. Yeah. And that's an understanding that people need to get to what the, what racist 
is versus they think it's like something more uh, aggressive. And then a lot of people don't understand themselves as a racist if they're a racist. And you, you said it perfectly. It's just, you know, you're, yeah. you're thinking chill. And I had this lady, she was on, I don't know if it's TikTok, but she was trying to explain to other white people. They didn't <laughs> like it. <laughs> she's like, you're racist. She's like, you're a racist. And uh, she said, most likely, she said, most white people are racist. And then she broke yeah. it down. And she, she started to have you ever want to go on the other side of the street when you saw a black person? Just little little things. Yeah. You know what I mean? That build up. And it's like, that's way of thinking. She said, but the way we see it is just this huge thing. You know what I mean? Which it is, but it can start so little and be and, and take to another level. But it doesn't mean that you're right. not one. That's so, another thing yeah. that I've learned in 2020, which has kind of been eye-opening for me. Um, because when I was in college, I did, I was in a sorority. And so I did that whole, like, going out party girl thing. And it being a woman, you're always taught, like, don't go to the bathroom alone. Don't go anywhere alone. Don't walk by yourself. Don't leave your drink unintended. There are all these things that you're supposed to do as a woman to protect yourself. But in 2020, I realized that I am probably more dangerous to a black man on the street than he is to me because I can call the cops on him and he could lose his life. And Mm -hmm. I mean, he's going to walk right by me and do nothing to me. Like, yeah, and I know you've seen it too, like yeah. those videos where, and I, I couldn't believe that people were were really yeah. doing that, you know, like physically, like, and, and it's crazy to me because it's like, where have you been all this time? It just took Trump to like give you the pass to say, okay, you can do it like yeah. for reals now. And just a person could be playing ball with his kid or sitting on a bench looking at the birds and the lady hopped on the phone. So there's a black person in, in, the, in the park. And I'm like, you realize he's just sitting yeah. there, right? <laughs> you know, where all this time in your life, this is what you've been holding on to. Like you, you, he hasn't touched you. Nine times out of ten, you've probably been abused by your husband. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And but this guy needs to go to jail. It, that that disturbed me when I sent all the Karens come out and just start acting crazy. Right. I didn't get it. I said, where have they well, been? And another thing that we have to are, are they being taken over yeah. by snatchers or something? Another thing that we have to remember is that. It's it's been happening all along. It's just that now we have the technology to record it. And exactly, say, we know about it. Yeah, exactly. That we record yeah. it, and we get to see it. Been so happening. It's, but we also get to see that these the black men are innocent. You know that it, that it is just like yep. this person going off for nothing. Whereas before those type of stories because we didn't have video proof of what happened made it seem like you believe it of course black people are inherently more more vicious than everybody else look at what they're doing but now we're seeing the other side of it where it's like that's clearly not what happened yeah and you'll have people see that and still (laughs) find a way like no no (laughs) You're like, just to stop it. Stop it. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. 2020, I'm telling you, has been uh, gro- growth. Um, it's, we all at this point probably have mental health. We probably PTSD. I truly, truly, sometimes I'll say it in, in funny or in, in lightning, but 
to be honest with you, half of this, we all probably are suffering from, I mean, look what's going on here. This is crazy. This is intense. We are all suffering. This world is in pain. This nation, this world is, this this country, this nation here, people, I see a world of pain from the outside looking in at everybody, mm-hmm. a world of pain, hurt, confusion, fear. And it's like, I just want to like give everybody like a big hug. It's like, it's going to be okay. Like, let, let, it, let, let it go. That's got to be some intense yeah. shit to be that that hateful towards somebody. And none of them ever look happy. So I'm like, you're just stressed out all the damn time. It's not like you're just smiling and being like, I hate you. You know, you look really yeah. fucking, like you got some heart issues. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? You look really upset. If this is the way and, and these things are true that you're believing, why yeah. are you so angry? That can't be make for a happy life. I'm actually diagnosed with PTSD and it is a very real possibility that there, that there's a lot of people who have, have, are dealing with PTSD after this Trump presidency. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Oh yes. And they don't care. You saw how they did us right with the pandemic, when the pandemic started and we started finding about all these deaths and, and, and it hit and, and then right away I felt like, when you first of all, when you shouldn't have opened back up the economy because it never was under control. So you guys are sitting here pondering the numbers, you idiots. You never had it under control. You right. opened the world back up. That was obvious. Obvious that was gonna happen. It's like opening the leaving the gate open and the dogs are out. Well, you fucking right. didn't close it, <laughs> dumb dumb. You know. And, and to me, if you really cared about us as a country as a whole, you would have nurtured us. You would have been supportive and and been you know that we just had this happen there's people that actually had family members those stories i would hear of trying to get somebody to come get the body it was morbid and you didn't even think for once you just jump right back in and say go to work an economy versus healing letting your your nation mm-hmm. heal talking to them and, and I, I could i see obama doing that like talking to the nation you're all the fucking president and say acknowledging it say i know we just went through this you know what I'm saying? We need to heal. If people need help, then see any type right. of therapist or, or even doctors and nurses were affected. I mean, a doctor had Corona and yeah. then killed herself. No telling what she saw, all that shit. No, none of those doctors ever seen any this many deaths in their whole entire life. So right. 2020. And you're, you're not even going to once think about us, how we feel as people, what we're going through. That, that pisses me off very much so because we are hurting people are still losing family members because people are saying oh it's a hoax oh it's this oh it's it's that and, and minimizing it and i had somebody i met the other day there's another podcaster he said his brother just died yesterday from corona and then a few weeks ago his nephew they did have preconditioned things but they were so young but he said they got but they died they got corona and he was just really so he's he you know yeah. he's definitely got mm-hmm. it out for Donald Trump, and then when people take light of it, he said no. No matter how you think it got here, if it was set up, whatever, yeah. it's still real. You know, and you can catch it and you can die from it. He just lost two family members, and I'm just like, yeah. what the hell, man? Of course, he 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 could have stopped this, yes, but we got to start. Oh, having accountability too. If you're not, you know what I mean, and start realizing that this isn't as um, you know, as light. People have these theories and stuff it, of what, but the truth of the matter is, it's still killing people. Yeah. Or they get it and they die. However, it works. If it triggers this or that, it's still 
plays a part. Yeah. In these deaths. And so many. I don't understand why people want to, they want to hold poor people accountable for being poor. But Trump, who lives in government housing, they don't want to hold him accountable for anything. Nothing. Nothing. You want to criminalize people for being poor, but you you want to idolize Trump. Like, I don't... I don't know. Yep. Exactly. Which, by the way, he has no problem with people being poor. <laughs> you know? He does not care. Unless you need... He likes... I call Trump. He, he needs money. He uses money to buy people. To buy you to do what yeah. he needs you to do. Because him on his own, it's People nothing. People are just nothing. avenues of revenue. Yep. So you never have a friend. That's what shitty likes to live because everybody yeah. around you, you can't trust because you guys are only connected by something. You know what I mean? So that person could throw you under the bus at any, which they've been doing at any time or when you're not evaluating anymore, they don't want anything to do with right. you. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, you're sorry. right over there. I like, I was a, I finished the last of my drink and like a little bubble caught my, the back of my throat. But now I'm out. <laughs> that happened to me in the beginning. I took it and it went down the wrong way, and I was like, "Please don't let me just start coughing." I was like, "I had my my mouth away from." It. I was like, yeah, "Oh, I'm geez. trying to like cover my mouth and." <laughs> I swear I don't have COVID. I don't know what's gonna happen. <laughs> I know, right? Like every like now, I don't even think about it. But in the beginning, it was kind of like if you cough, yeah, you know what I mean. Like, oh my gosh, like you're scared of people are gonna start right. thinking. Well, like, oh I, my goodness. I have my medical <laughs> marijuana card, so I tend to cough a lot anyway because I'm. So it's like not always good, right? You're like, it's not that kind <laughs> of cough. I swear, <laughs> it's a good one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I told that to my one friend. We we're on the phone, and I could tell she totally didn't because she got really quiet. She's like, mm. <laughs> "I was like, dang, <laughs> man!" Like, and that and it's such a psychological thing. It's like working like a charm. That's how they're getting people to not want to be around each other, distance people, keep us separated. You know, because they know people are by the hype, and and which for the most part you can't catch it, but they're Priding yeah. off of our fears. Pretty sick government, it, if you ask me. A sick leadership. That's the thing. Like, and Obama all that. left a playbook for what to do in a pandemic, and Trump threw it out. And he can say, like, oh, I minimized it to, yeah. so people didn't panic or whatever. But an uneducated population is a population that's going to panic. If we had a leader yep. that would have said, hey, look, this is what is coming. This is what we need to prepare for. This is how we do it. These are the steps that we're taking. From the get-go, there exactly. would have been no panic. There would have been no rushing out to buy all the hand sanitizer and toilet paper. Toilet paper, yeah, everything. People do that when right. they don't Things know that what didn't to make sense. <laughs> yep. Yeah. He knew that. He freaking knew it. And knowing, you know what I mean, like, it, was, it baffles me the the 1918 
and, and people were talking about the similarities. He's and exact, and there was like two people from that time when they had that survived, you know, mm-hmm. those those pandemics. And um, one of them, I don't know if she's still alive. She's already pretty old then. She explained the, what happened and the death rates, and and but they didn't have like okay masks and stuff. But all the stuff they did not do, which if you took that history, which history should help you learn mm-hmm. what not to do and do better, but have very similar similar outcomes even now because it they did the same exact thing they went back out and the numbers were massive even more when the second the second wave came and they in the the man that was talking he said it even was the same thing when it came down to government that the people the politicians and business people were pressing on the uh you know the ones in charge whatever to open the economy back up like just you know all that the shit that were like following right now so it was only inevitable to happen but i remember what he did say the lady asked him what would you say to right now to the to the world to the people to the government you know to leadership and he said i would say because there was a lot of manipulation and lies lies then too he said i would say beyond be honest with the people he said people can handle it he said be honest he said when people don't know he said the same exact thing that you're saying so when they don't know and they, you get chaos. You don't, you know what I mean? You, you're, right. you don't know what to do, you know, because, but if you tell them what they're dealing with, people can take it. And he said, tell the truth. And look where we are right now. You have a whole, you mm-hmm. had a playbook from Obama. And you, you got history yourself, which is kind of creepy how, how that, and then, you know what I mean? How we can be sitting here with the same, kind of like the same results, but that we also paid it. We, right. we know we have the history. The good thing about history is we have it to not make those same mistakes and we do it again. And it's like, it's like, yeah. it's getting pretty old to me, right. actually. I'm just like, come on. Yeah. <laughs> We're in 2020 and you're telling me we still are out here with this rate, like racial stuff, like over color and what people are born and look. At least, I mean, come on. At least come with something else. <laughs> this is why you hate me. You hate me because I screwed right. your brother or sister or, or I did something to it's you like baby there are so <laughs> many reasons that you could you hate know? me like pick one of those <laughs> <laughs> right oh like come on history you've been here you haven't been in some bubble you can clearly see you have saw good people good black people good bad white people bad men yeah. it's not about color if you're good you're good you're bad you're bad we have them every color right. every shade and you've seen it, you know what I mean? So it's like, it's crazy to me how we're still going off of this this, this race thing. It, bad is bad, good is good. And the color doesn't make you better than, or, you know what I mean? So the ignorance is just astounding. Y'all, that we're willing to y'all black willing women be have ignorant. Some magic that y'all need to start sharing. <laughs> like, that's all I got to say. <laughs> they, don't, they don't want it. They don't want it. Shoot, they don't want it. They try to throw it back and, and say it's no, something I, else. I, I don't know what you, you know. Are, like, I don't know. You guys are just magic. Black women are just. <laughs> well, I, I'd rather you say magic versus you. So you guys are so oh, strong. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because yeah, because it that that part. Like right. I mean, I think people. You know what I mean? Are are strong because I think women in general. We definitely, as women, no matter what race, need to be. Because we share some common things that we are, how right. we're designed and made, you know. And you know, and it's like I think that we need to care about each other more. Of course, people, when you have these things in life like this that come about, like especially in the black community, and when people say, like how 
it you know it's, it's just no matter what people are going to just label everything yeah. as racist so if black people decide they want to like have something where black people women grow together and start treating each other better oh that's racist it's only for black people well i mean there is some issues going on here right. so <laughs> you know what i mean get to love when because there's things in, in in every culture and every you know that then they that need to be worked well but if you're willing to do that then you're willing to do it as as, as a whole but like i see i've seen amazing strong women i don't even like labeling it as white women yeah trans women that one because you're just the fact that you're a woman you know what i mean you're a woman that's why i want to because we all as women go through some stuff that people will never really understand just being that how people perceive us you know and we're something as of use to somebody i think that's why i think that's why my current like passion is black women being slept on for too long but because it's at my before 2020 i've always been very like I'm a feminist that equal rights like that that it is what it is if you don't like it leave and so then right. you know with 2020 and George Floyd George Floyd and Breonna Taylor and getting on TikTok it's more it's opened my eyes to a lot more of the racial disparities so now I'm seeing the disparities between white women and black women and how I've been treated versus how other people have been treated so it's like i'm trying to take my experience as a white woman and and put myself in the shoes of people who are women but not white or people you know you do, and i just try to see like the commonalities that i have with everybody yeah it's women especially yeah and you know the great thing about about that yeah is that you're willing to yeah. to do you know what i mean you chose, you know, with the you had a way of thinking, but you actually you adapted. You saw and you wanted better. Yeah. You wanted to learn, you know, because like you said, like some people don't get that opportunity mm-hmm. or they don't want to. They're, they're sheltered, but you allow you you allowed yourself to. You were open to it, you know. You just didn't have like some. You weren't just stuck on like. You because right. you, you weren't hateful. Yeah, you just had a way of thinking. You know what I mean. So you're just like, I don't want no, no, I don't want to. You know that there, there people. You know, right. it was just you didn't know no better. And so ignorance doesn't always have to be like a bad word. Because I've oh, been ignorant yeah. to a lot of things. Ignorance you know? is uneducated. It, but you were like, willing to learn. Not having the education exactly that you need to approach that subject. Exactly. Now I use it in a term a lot of times when it's when mm. I know you're being willing for it. I don't right. say that right. Willingfully ignorant. Now that's a yeah. problem to me. <laughs> you know, because it's like you don't want to grow. You're willing to hold your own yeah. self back, but that comes from fear. You know, pe- people are scared. This is a w- world full of just people just confused and and right. scared. And our leadership is not helping it. They're not diffusing it. A leader should be someone that wants to speak positivity, truth, and healing into their. And especially if you want to be the the leader, I find it pretty morbid to want to run a leader, run a country, and then running into the ground like you're sick individual. Like, why do you want to be the leader? That tells me something psychologically is way off. I want to lead people, and I want to destroy them and watch them yeah. suffer. Like, who does some type of shit? Like, you know what I mean? It's like somebody that yeah. abuses animals, like, and they get animals and they like to mess with it and abuse it and see it hurt. That's why I look at it 
for uh, for us, you know, human beings, because we're all being used and and, and, and manipulated. All of oh, yeah. white, black, all of us are right, for somebody exactly. else's agenda. And it's, it pisses me off because nobody wants us to talk about it. Yeah. And they don't do it because these same very people, they care. Yeah. They have families. They care mm-hmm. about their families. They love them. So then right. what makes you think that we don't? Would you want someone doing that? I always tell people, how would you feel if it was you? How would you feel if it was your child? How would you feel if you just woke up one day and yeah. vice versa? And people were attacking you and, and your child came home crying every day because someone told her she because her skin color or something yeah. like that. Nobody would like it. Put you have to put yourself in other people's That's shoes. That's something that I I try to do. That's basically all I try to do. I try to see it from I try to see everything from other people's perspectives because like I don't know. I've yeah. I've lived my life. I I've done like I want to hear other people's stories. I want to hear where other people like I want to know the stuff that makes other people's light, eyes light up or that they think about yeah. when they go to bed or you know I, I that's the stuff that I like the emotional part of communicating with people. Yeah, 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 you have empathy and you know that you yeah. know you care, and I think that's a lot of too is a lot of personality. I think some people have the personality yeah. for that that too, you know that they, that they, that makes them tick. They thrive, you know, off of it because you can have dry people <laughs> that are like I don't care, but you can still get them to the point where they're not right hateful. Yeah. You know what I mean? They can still get it, but they still never really thrive. They don't at this point. They right? don't care if you're white, black, yeah, you <laughs> like anybody. I can respect that. Right. He just doesn't like people. Yeah. What's it look like? <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> so yeah, most definitely. And I think that's why I think it's important for us to be able to like to talk about these things, especially um with different, you know, like when we did the round tables, like all of us were, you know, of different, you know, mm-hmm. uh, of races. And and we could still all come together and talk about some common stuff, talk about the the problems and, and actually you know be honest and I like that um uh was that was it um Joy had said that it felt good right. to be able to talk about these yeah. things and not be attacked and I think that's important to have a, a, a good healthy environment where we can talk right. about where these we can things have you know what I mean because they need debates. to be because it's not exactly. about coming at each other and be allowed to say the ignorance yes and be allowed to say how you think even if you don't want to because it could go back either way on either side like if that person says something and why they are racist or why they think something then we all have to you have to be willing to to allow them to that's the only right. way we're going to get yeah. somewhere you know what i mean to talk about it and then maybe you'll see a different result but if you start attacking and and don't want to hear that person then how are we supposed to teach one another? We have to to have some kind of a little sort of tolerance if your goal is change. And if your goal is change, then you have to change your thinking too. Yeah. Be a little bit more tolerable. You have boundaries, obviously, you're not gonna just let somebody just just be disrespectful, but we do, but now if you're not looking for change, some people just like to yeah. argue, I, I'm not with it. Where are we getting to? Where's our goal? Is it getting us anywhere? I think that's a lot of people on TikTok. They just want to argue for the sake of arguing. But yeah, there's a lot of people who I, I don't know. I just think for me, I would rather have a conversation and listen to your points so I can understand them versus listening to you so I can respond and change your opinion 
or change your view. Yeah. Yep. And that's what they do. Like, I don't want, yep. to, I don't, like, I don't want to, um, I'm sorry. My alarm went off. I got sidetracked. That's okay. <laughs> but yeah, I just. You're not trying to convince anybody yeah. to think like you, like convince them to, I, I you know. I have my personal yeah. beliefs. I have, you know, and I'm, I'm pretty solid in those beliefs and how I view the world. I'm interested in what other people think. And it's not necessarily because I want them to agree with me. It's, I find it interesting. If we have a conversation, like there yeah. are definitely that I, if I have a conversation with my friends and they don't agree with something that I, like, if we don't meet eye to eye on something, depending on what it is. Yeah. Like I'm going to try and sway the way that they think the same way that they're doing to me. But that's not my intention with every yeah. single conversation I have with every single person. Yeah, a lot of exactly. It becomes like a yeah. personality trait for them. Totally. Yep. Definitely. It makes for a very unhealthy environment. And that's why I really haven't came across too many, but I, I refuse to like engage. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to nurture that. You know what I mean? Because what a lot of people, right. and they start off with good intentions, but you can see it take a toll. It's like, don't keep having to explain this stuff to people. Like, they know. At some point, they're not as stupid as you think they are. They know this stuff because yeah. they're getting a rise out of you. You know what I mean? It's like, if you you just let it go. You've done your job. You, it, now, yeah. it's, it's the seed is planted. But just to keep throwing facts and facts and back and forth and this and that. And you think you're doing something good. But you have to look at the outcome. Yeah. You look really stressed. Yeah. <laughs> you're upset. Then that then that's when you need to realize, okay, you know what, maybe I should take a break and just, you know, because you shouldn't have to go in into it like that. Like you should be able to be like there's some people that can be very mm -hmm. laxed even in those settings and they know how to talk to people, even in the most hateful yeah. words that come out. You know? Because you can't trigger you can't let it trigger you because then that doesn't get anywhere. You have to kind of play sometimes if you're really trying to get somewhere to another level and kind of bring it bring it down a notch or two. And you can't go above. Yeah. You have to stay kind of low mm -hmm. to, to for anybody to even hear you. Yeah. So, yeah, I see a lot of people get stressed yeah. out on TikTok. Like, at the end of the day, you're only raising your own <laughs> pressure. Like, by letting it get. Exactly. Like, they don't get it, then fine. Right. Then they're having a good time. So it's like you're, they're using your energy. With, when you could be using that energy somewhere else with somebody that right. is willing yeah. to receive it. Like, there's so many better ways yep. that people could spend their time. And I mean, somebody could say, like, well, you're on TikTok in the first place. So you could have better uses of your time. But it's actually given me... Well, I, I think they, I think everybody right? should be on TikTok because I learned a lot of shit on here. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining me, Randy J, Voices of Courage 2020 Rise, with my second time guest, Queen Antifa. It was a pleasure, and I hope you guys enjoyed. I also hope that some of you gained from being able to listen to two different people that come from two different similar possibly backgrounds but we're able to talk about their differences we're able to talk about these current things that are going on right now as we speak 
and we spoke about them in a respectful manner and if it was between that and the violence that we see today, the disrespect, the absurdness, the downright disgusting behaviors, well, which one would you choose? And then figure out if you are the part of the problem or part of the solution. Once again, thank you so much. This is Brandy J, Voices of Courage, 2020. Come back real soon now.